0: welcome back to another installment of everything nhl the hockey segment of the fantasy fanatics podcast i'm your host nathan and we're here with our hockey expert james kumar
1: hey what's up man
0: What's up? so today we're gonna go over um a recap of thursday and friday's games We'll take a look at some pickups and then we'll preview Saturday's games.
1: All right, sounds good. Let's get into it.
0: All right, so we can start with uh, the New Jersey uh, Devils beating the Pittsburgh Penguins at the Penguins' home six to one. So a really impressive job by New Jersey. Um, in the first period, Jesper Bratt with two goals and Yegor Sharangovich with a goal of his own for New Jersey. In the second period, we had Dawson Mercer and Damon. Uh, Severson for New Jersey and Evgeny Malkin for Pittsburgh. And in the third period, we had Nico this um, year for New Jersey. Uh, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think this is probably the worst game Pittsburgh's played all season. Uh, it's just one of those games where they just came out flat and New Jersey just pretty much punished them early. I think their first three goals were in the first five or six minutes of the game. So They like after they went down three-nothing, like I you kind of felt like the game was over. I know they got one in the second period, but that was about it. And then as for New Jersey, this might have been one of the best games they played all year. Um, I don't know how much they can build on it because they're pretty much way far out of the playoffs at this point, but still a solid effort overall. And then I guess for Pittsburgh, hopefully they can bounce back for the next one.
0: Sure. And I guess moving to the next game, um, we have Toronto defending their home against uh, the Minnesota Wilds. Um, They were down for a bit, but they were able to come back in the third period to win it, so good job by the Leafs. No goals in the first period. Um, We had Austin Matthews for the Leafs in the second period, and Frederick Bidrow for the Wilds in the second period. And in the third period, we had Austin Matthews with another goal for the Leafs, and Alexander Kerfoot with a goal of his own for the Leafs. And so what do you think about this game?
1: Yeah, pretty solid from the Leafs. They played great defense overall for most of the game. Um, I think they had lost like five out of their last seven coming into this. So this was a really solid win to sort of get them back on track. And then as for Minnesota, honestly, I think this team has been pretty hot. So um, I don't think this loss is going to hurt them. Um, Yeah, I guess other than that, it's just two really good teams playing. It was a tight game. And yeah, Toronto came out on top. So good for them.
0: For sure. And I guess uh, moving to the next game, we have another high-scoring game. Um, the Blue Jackets were actually able to beat the Florida Panthers at the Panthers' home 6-3. to three, So that's really impressive. Um, we had Mackenzie Weger for Florida in the first period, and Patrick Lane for Columbus in the first period. In the second period, we have uh, Boone Jenner for the Blue Jackets. And in the third period, we had a bunch of goals from both teams. Um, I guess for the Blue Jackets, we had Gabriel Carlson, uh, Cole Sillinger, Justin Danforth, and Oliver Bjorkstrand. And for the Panthers, we had Jonathan uh, Huberdeau and Sam Bennett. And uh, what are your thoughts about this game?
1: Yeah, this feels sort of like the Pittsburgh game as well, where the home team that you kind of expected to win just pretty much came out flat and pretty much Columbus just took advantage. I mean, yeah, yeah scoring six goals on this Florida team at home that they barely lost at home all season. I think it was only like two or three losses the whole year at home, something like that. Yeah. Columbus comes in, they light them up and they get it done. Um, Yeah. I think the, what was it? The Panthers were like minus 500 favorites, something crazy like that Um, heading into this game. And yeah, huge upset here. And pretty much just a great effort from the whole Columbus team at this point. Yeah, and then as for Florida, obviously they're still able to score three goals, which is pretty solid, but I don't know what happened with the defense in this game. It just wasn't there, so I guess they'll be looking to bounce back uh, for next game. But yeah, good win for Columbus.
0: Sure, and I guess speaking of a good win, um, I guess we can move on to our next game. The Rangers were able to defend their home against the Washington Capitals 4-1, to so that's an impressive job by the Rangers. Uh, we have uh, Mika Zibanejad in the first period for the Rangers. Alexi Lafreniere for the Rangers in the second period. And in the third period, we have uh, Chris Kreider and Barkley Goudreau for the Rangers. And Alex Ovechkin with the only goal for Washington of the game in the third. And so uh, what do you think about this game?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, Rangers, uh, they were at home. Uh, they just played pretty solid all the way through Washington only got a goal there at the end. I think the last couple of minutes of the game, but yeah, um, honestly, like this is one of the, the more solid efforts from the Rangers beating a division rival. Um, yeah, these are the wins you got to get if you want to sort of maintain, um, a high spot in your division. I mean, uh, the Rangers, they're second in the metropolitan division and Washington's fourth. So yeah, definitely got to keep the teams below you. Um, Keep, like, keep them below you, and at least the Rangers were able to do that. And then as for Washington, I mean, they have played pretty good over the last few games, so This was just one hiccup, but the Rangers are a good team, so I wouldn't read too much into it.
0: Sure. And I guess uh, moving on to the next game, we have uh, Dallas versus Nashville. Um, this game was more of a slow burn, went down all the way to a shootout, so it was a down-to-the-wire type of game. Um, in the first period, we had uh, Philip Tomasino for Nashville, and in the second period we had Jason Robertson for Dallas. No goals in the third period or an overtime. Uh, what do you think about this game?
1: Yeah, um, this game it was pretty tight all the way through. Um, it went all the way to the shootout, and then there was like six saves before there was finally a goal where Granlin scored for Nashville. So yeah i mean it, it was a pretty tight game all the way through um i guess great goaltending from both sides will saros and ottinger um that's pretty much all i can say both these two teams they feel very even obviously nashville's record is a lot better than dallas but dallas is sort of trying to turn it around here and make the playoffs so um honestly Stars coming off a back-to-back they made the most of it and they still got a point out of this game so i think both teams uh they did really well in this game
0: sure and i feel like It's great to call Dallas a sleeper team because they are a deep playoff playoff team, I guess, when they're, if they're like fully healthy, but they just had a a rough couple of seasons. So I guess now they're more of a sleeper team this year.
1: Honestly, I think if they stay healthy, they should be able to get into the playoffs. They're a team that I have a lot of faith in. We'll definitely have to see what happens. They just got to be consistent. And as of late, they have been, which is really good.
0: For sure. And, uh, Moving on to the next game, we have basically a blowout. Um, The Canucks were able to put out the Flames seven to one. So uh, pretty big uh, difference in score there. No uh, goals in the first period. But in the second period, we had a bunch of goals by the Canucks from Elias uh, Peterson, two goals by JT Miller and two by Bo Horvat. And in the third period, we have uh, Connor Garland with a goal for Vancouver. Uh, Elias Peterson with a goal for Vancouver and Andrew Majapani with a goal for the Flames. Um, so what are your thoughts about this game?
1: Yeah, this is a game where Calgary have been so hot they come into vancouver and i don't know whenever vancouver were these like special skate jerseys maybe i should have worn mine for this episode just because i don't know whenever vancouver wears a skate jersey they just somehow like play amazing they score seven goals within. now all the fans want them to make it the permanent uh, home jersey so yeah honestly like it's crazy how how well they played um yeah calgary must have just like Like, I mean, they had a 10 game winning streak coming into this game and they kind of just like, I don't know whether they didn't perform or or what the issue was with Calgary, but yeah, a great win for Vancouver. They're trying to also sneak into the playoffs. There's a lot of teams there in the West that are really trying to get in. It's going to be really tough. It's going to come down to the wire at the end of the year. I already know it. Uh, Calgary, they've done a good job maintaining their spot with that 10 game winning streak. And I think the Canucks are trying to go on a low run on their own. So we'll definitely have to see what's up with uh, them um, getting towards the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I mean, Vancouver being able to beat um, Calgary like this, I think that's a good sign for Vancouver. Um, they're able to keep it more than competitive than, I guess, uh, top teams um, in their division. So it'll be good to kind of see the playoff, the playoff race kind of play out.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree.
0: And uh, moving on to the next game, we have a pretty close game. Um, The Bruins were able to clutch out a win against the Kraken. And uh, in the first period, we have Mark Giordano for the Kraken and Jake DeBrusque for the Bruins. And in the second period, we have David Pasternak for the the Bruins and Jordan Everly for the Kraken. Uh, No goals in the third period, but Jake DeBrusque was able to clutch the game out in overtime for the Bruins. Um, What are your thoughts about this
1: game? Yeah, this is uh, one of Debrusque's better games this year. And I think he's trying to up his trade value because he heard he was on the trade market. But yeah, honestly, um, Boston, uh, yeah, uh, they just played one of their better games overall. Um, They were on the road in Seattle and they just kind of, you know, handled business here. Um, Impressive win. And then as for Seattle, we've talked about it all year. Um, They're you know, they're in their first year, not really high expectations for them. You still get a point out of this game. They can't really be mad about it because Boston is a playoff team in the East. So um, honestly, if you can get points from top level teams, I think you got to be at least satisfied with it. So yeah, uh, good on Seattle for that.
0: For sure. And I guess moving on to the next game, we have another down to the wire game. Um, The Islanders face the Sharks. The Sharks are able to come out on top in a shootout. Um, Brock Nelson for the Islanders in the first period uh, uh, for the Sharks in the first period we have Alexander uh, Barabanov and Jasper Weatherby in the second period we have Aloni uh, Couture for the Sharks and Zach Paris uh, and Adam Pellick for the Islanders no goals in the third period or in overtime what are your thoughts?
1: yeah um, it's a great win for the Sharks here at home in a shootout against an Islanders team that they pretty much need to beat at this point, if they definitely want a chance in making the playoffs. So good on them. Of course, Logan Couture gets the winner in the shootout. He's the only one that scored. Um, Yeah. So pretty good overall game for the sharks. Um, I just feel like, you know, their defense has kind of been hanging them out to dry ever since Carlson got hurt. Uh, I think Reimer had to make like 44 saves in this game or something. And yeah, he was solid in the shootout too. I don't think he allowed any goals. So, um, yeah, great win for the Sharks. And then as for the Islanders, I mean, we talked about it all year. This team got off to a bad start and they just haven't recovered. They've still been losing games. So they're, they're not going to make the playoffs this year. Um, they just definitely need to look forward to sort of rebuilding their team back for next year.
0: For sure. And I guess uh, taking a look at some of Friday's games, we have a few games uh, going right now. Um, Carolina is um, ahead of the Blue Jackets 2-0. Um, St. Louis Blues are leading um, the Buffalo Sabres 2-1. Um, I think the New Jersey-Chicago game just started, still 0-0 in the first period. Um, some of the games are still going to be starting, um, Colorado versus Winnipeg, Arizona versus Vegas, and Anaheim versus the Kings. So we won't be covering um, those games. So we'll move on to the pickups, and starting with forward who do you got.
1: All right. So for fantasy hockey pickups for the week, um, starting with forwards, I have uh, Igor Sharangovich from New Jersey Devils. He is tri-eligible. So you can play all three forward positions. He's only around 10 to 12% roster, depending on which league you play in. And yeah, he's been pretty hot as of late. I mean, he's had a point in like what five straight games and he's been a plus three over that span. I think in those five games, he has like what, three goals and five assists combined. That's pretty solid. Um, he has a point on the power play there and his shot totals, he's averaging like two shots a game over that span. Uh, definitely really solid. Definitely go pick him up, especially if you're in deep leagues, because you got to look for those uh, diamonds in the rough. And he seems to be one of those guys. I also have Victor Arvidsson again from the LA Kings. I've been mentioning him almost every week because he's just great on getting shots. Uh, He's close to 50% rostered. So you might not be able to find him in every league. I mean, the guy, I think he's averaged like five shots over his last, like, was it 10 games or even longer than that? Like uh, the fact that he just keeps peppering the net with shots, just so valuable in category leagues. His plus minus has been pretty solid as well. He's been a plus two over his last three games. And in that span, he has four points, two goals and two assists. So um, yeah, really solid. Definitely go pick him up, especially if you need a shot guy. Um, And then I have Alex Tuck for the Buffalo Sabres. He's also plays both wing spots. Um, He's also close to 50% rostered. So you won't be able to get him in every league. Um, and yeah, he's been pretty solid ever since he's come back. He's like a point per game player uh, pretty much the whole year. Uh, it's plus minus. I mean, it It might hurt you a little bit. I think he's, he's plus four over the season lately. It's kind of gone down a little bit. So at least he's still plus over the year on a bad Buffalo team, which is not too bad. Um, and then in terms of shots, like he's getting like three or four shots every game. So uh, another guy that just keeps um, getting a lot of shots. So definitely go pick him up as well.
0: I guess I got a couple of guys for forward. I guess I'll start with um, Anthony Sorelli. 32% roster. Um, he's still available in most most leagues. Um, some reason, people aren't picking him up, but he is still available. Um, he has 13 goals, 16 assists. He's plus 15 with 94 shots, so it's a pretty well-rounded forward. He can help you in pretty much every category. Um, I guess he's been a little bit dry on goals, but he should be getting some goals eventually. So... 32% roster. He should be available in most leagues. And I guess my next pickup would be um, Garnet Hathaway for Washington. Um, I think he's uh, he has really good value for deep leagues. Um, he's about 15% roster, but he has 10 goals, uh, nine assists, 91 shots, and he's plus 15. So um, again, really good all around, especially for um, deep leagues. I guess for my uh, last pickup, you could take a look at Tanner Jurgens for from uh, Nashville. Um, he's doing really well right now. He has 17 goals, 14 assists. He's plus 10 with 82 shots. So 49% rostered. You're probably going to want to pick him up um, before he's not available anymore. And that's about it for forward. So if you go for defense.
1: All right, for defense, start off with Noah Dobson of the New York Islanders. Um, he's now close to 50% rostered. Uh, a lot of people are picking him up. Um, I think he's been on like an insane. Uh, like, I don't know if it's what you would call it a point streak, but I think in his last what is it like seven games he has like seven points or something like that. It's been pretty good. Uh, his plus minus it's been around even over that span, so uh, he's not gonna really hurt you there, but he's not really gonna help you there either plays on the top power play for the Islanders. So he has like two points in that span. And for defense, he gets a lot of shots. I like think in, in his last game, he had like five shots. He had four, four shots a couple of games before that. Um, So yeah, he's pretty well-rounded. Definitely a guy you can add. And he has that upside because he is pretty much the best offensive defenseman on the Islanders. So um, definitely take a look at him. And then I have Matt Roy of the LA Kings. Uh, he's only around like 15% roster. So he's more of like a deep league kind of guy. Um. Yeah. Ever since he returned from injury, he's been pretty solid. He's been like uh, over over his four games, he had like two assists. Uh, he's been like a plus uh, two. Um, he's had he's averaged around like one or two shots per game. And then in terms of hits, he's averaged like two or three hits per game as well. So he's definitely been really solid, especially if you play in a hits league. So definitely go add Matt Roy over there
0: for sure. And I guess I got a couple of guys for defense as well. Um, first one, I'll talk about um, Adam Boquist. I think he has pretty good value for deep league, especially if you're looking for a more offensive defenseman. He has about 10 goals and nine assists with 45 shots for the season. Um, his plus minus is a little bit low because um, he is playing on Columbus. And they haven't been the strongest, but they're, they've, uh, I guess, been performing pretty well recently. So, his plus-minus should be um, improving, and if you already have a good plus plus-minus already, that should make up for up for it. And I think his value should make up for it as well in deep leagues. And I guess my uh, next pickup would be um, Brady Skye. I think Brady Skye's been doing pretty well. Yes, seven goals, 14 assists. He's plus 12 with uh, 105 shots, um, so pretty good all-around um, defenseman for deep leaks, I think. And I guess for the last pickup for defense, you could maybe take a look at Noah Hannifin. I think he has 5 goals, 19 assists. He's plus 9 with 99 shots, but the thing that was notable for him was I think he has 9 power play points, so he seems to be getting some power play time. So if you need um, I guess a defenseman in, the, in a deep leak, then who gets power play time that you can take a look at it, and So that's about it for defensemen. So you got for goalies.
1: All right for goalies, I have Matt Murray again. Obviously, I said to pick him up last week, but apparently he had a, the birth of a child, so he didn't even play the whole week. So now I'm telling you to pick him up because he's going to be playing, and his stats have been so great as of late. Um, we talked about, like, how many wins he's had. I know people are dropping him over that whole thing of him not playing, but obviously he needs to be picked right back up. He's only around 25% rostered in Yahoo leagues. Um, and Ottawa's performed better as of late. So uh, they got their de- number one defenseman, Thomas Shabbat, back in the lineup. Um, they're definitely a team that you can, you know, they might be sort of like a sleeper, you know, to get wins late in the season like they did last year. So, um, yeah, go take a look at Matt Murray. His stats are really solid. he will definitely play well for you
0: sure. And I guess for this week, I'll tell people to pick up Cal Peterson again. Um, The Kings have been really hot so far. Um, Almost every time Cal Peterson is starting, um, he wins. He has about 13 wins for the season. His save percentage dipped a little bit to um, 8.98. And his his goal against average is 2.68. But um, his win rate is uh, really high. I think for this last uh, five games, he won four of them. So it looks like pretty much almost every time he is, he is in the net, the Kings win. So if you need a goalie that can get you wins, and I think Cal Peterson is one of the goalies you can pick up for that. And I guess that about ends the pickup portion of the podcast. So I guess we can uh, move on to some I guess we can move on to the previews and uh, looking at the previews, we'll start with uh, the Edmonton Oilers versus the Florida Panthers. Um, Who do you think can take this game?
1: Yeah, this one's tough to say. Uh, Obviously the Oilers have been hot as of late. Florida had that embarrassing loss, so they'll be looking to bounce back. Honestly, this game could go either way. I don't know. Maybe I I, I might see the Oilers having a chance of winning this just because you know, they're, they they have a lot of value, I guess, as a road team. You could maybe go with the Oilers. I, I definitely like the spot for sure. But um, obviously, Florida is like a really talented team. So it's going to definitely be a tough battle, but I might side with the Oilers.
0: Sure. And I guess moving on to Washington versus the Flyers, uh, who do you think takes this?
1: I think I like Washington here. Uh, they did play a tough Rangers team. But this uh, Philly team, they're – a little bit easier for them so i definitely think washington could pull it off here
0: for sure and moving on to the rangers versus the penguins the rangers do have a win streak but the penguins are looking to bounce back at home so who do you think takes this
1: yeah this game's really tough to tell um yeah pittsburgh should win but then we saw what happened last time they were at home so um i might slightly lean with pittsburgh here but New York's a very capable team. They can definitely get the win for sure.
0: For sure. And uh, moving on to the Canadians versus the Senators. Um, Both teams are pretty hot right now, but who do you think takes this?
1: Yeah, this one's going to be tough to call. Might even have to go with Montreal, to be honest, just because of how much they've been winning. Until they lose, you know, you can't pick against them. I know I said Ottawa's a sleeper team, but um, yeah, I, I can't pick against Montreal until they stop winning
0: all right and uh moving on to tampa bay versus nashville two more teams that have been really solid but who do you think takes this
1: yeah this game's apparently an outdoor game there's a stadium series they're playing this outdoor in the tennessee titan stadium so that's gonna be pretty cool um i think maybe for that reason you just go with the predators because they're the home team and they're they're playing outdoors um yeah maybe to get an upset over tampa bay um I know it's not going to be easy, but, you know, going with a home team here, it's never a bad idea. So, yeah, I might go with Nashville.
0: Maybe the Tennessee Titans will help cheer the Nashville Predators on.
1: Yeah, maybe they'll get Derrick Henry in goal <laughs> for, for the Predators. But, uh, but yeah, uh, he might even be at the game. So, yeah, maybe some motivation there. I definitely agree.
0: For sure. And uh, moving on to the Leafs versus – uh, the piston i mean the detroit red wings um who do you think takes this
1: <laughs> yeah i mean detroit's not too bad at home over the year but i think Toronto's definitely turning things around so i am going to go with the leafs
0: here all right and uh moving on to colorado versus vegas um two really solid teams but who do you think takes this game
1: well that's a good matchup i think colorado took it last time they faced vegas that was in jack eichel's debut I think Vegas is in a better spot right now, so I think I might take them there. I definitely think they can beat Colorado. All
0: right. And uh, moving on to Boston versus San Jose, uh, do you think Boston gets to keep their win streak?
1: Do they get to keep their win streak? I think they do. I think Brad Marchand's back in the lineup. I think this team's playing well. I think Boston can definitely get the win here.
0: All right. And moving on to Minnesota versus Calgary. Looks like Calgary's at home. Um, they're looking to bounce back. Do you think they can do it?
1: Uh, but Minnesota is also looking to bounce back as well. Yeah. This is going to be a tough game. Um, yeah. Calgary, they've been crazy at home. I think I might have to go with them. Uh, I don't. Yeah. That game's tough. I, I don't know who's going to win that. Uh, I'm leaning Calgary for sure.
0: All right. And uh, moving on to the New York Islanders versus the LA Kings. Yeah. Um, do you think the Kings can get a win here?
1: They are going to be coming off a back-to-back, so it's really tough to say. I I would like them if they weren't coming off a back-to-back, but yeah, I guess I can still go with the Kings. I definitely think they have a chance of pulling it off.
0: All right. And I guess that about concludes the preview portion of the podcast. Um, do you have any final thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think we mostly went over it like, um, how the East is pretty much uh, so solid in terms of like we know which eight teams are probably going to make the playoffs, but then in terms of the West, it's just like one big mess there in the wild card area. I think what is it? Nashville has like 64 points, so they're pretty solid in that first wild card spot. But then you got. Edmonton in the second spot with 59. Then Dallas is tied with them at 59. Anaheim's tied with them at 59. And then Vancouver is 56. And the Jets at 53. And the Sharks at 52. Like, it's just so close. Um, the West is going to be a wild roller coaster ride leading up to the playoffs for sure.
0: Yeah, it looks like um, the Western teams are definitely the teams to watch, especially if you, um, I guess, you've got a league pass and you like to watch every game. i uh, definitely recommend watching a lot of the western uh teams since uh, the playoff playoff race is really close um uh, between both the central and pacific division i guess for the east for the eastern teams it's more like um being able to see kind of the development of the teams that are probably not going to make it i guess um obviously they're out of the playoff race but they're still i guess trying to experiment a little try to give their best and we'll see how the teams grow.
1: Yeah I definitely like an eastern team to try and emerge. I don't know if that's possible, but uh yeah we'll definitely have to
0: see. Sure. And uh I guess that about concludes uh this week's um everything NHL if you liked what you watched you can subscribe hit the bell for notifications leave us a like leave us a review um, give us your thoughts um on, I guess, and the NHL so far. Um, let us know if you're gonna be um, watching the outdoor game at Nashville. Um, if you liked what you listened to, uh, you can follow us on Spotify. And you can also follow us on Google Pod, uh, Podcast, and Apple Music. And uh, if you need some sports picks, you can follow us at Fan, Fan Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you guys next week.